it's a trip, man, watching these uh, protests going on in, of course, California, New York, you know, the places that are so in touch and so in tune with, uh, with uh, America. And I love California when the reporter is sticking the microphone in people's faces. And he's like, why are you protesting? Because Donald Trump is going to deport my family. Okay, dude. And the guy goes, so are you Are you here illegal? No, I'm here legal, but my parents are, are not legal. They're not legal. And Donald... It's like, but you do realize you, you, you're not here legally. <laughs> you're not here legally. You're not here legally. You you understand that, right? You under, you you understand that. You're complaining that you're going to get arrested for doing something illegal. And that's why you're upset. <laughs> it's just again, this is where we are and Liberals created this. Liberals created this mess. Wasn't Republicans. Liberals created this. They created the racial politics. They created this game to flood California and Colorado and Nevada with Illegals. Until. All of these people. That their rotten place in life. Regardless of what it is. Is because of white folk. And they're entitled. They're entitled to free college, free health care, free citizenship. I mean, I mean, just they're entitled. And the media created this because the media refuses to show anybody a different point of view or a different look of different people in America. And then when something like this happens... The precious snowflakes on the left, and that's what they are. They're they're snowflakes. They're 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 tiny bubbles. They have a breakdown. They 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 have a breakdown. They have a breakdown, and I find it amusing.
I find it amusing. Democrats created this. They made this bed. And now they have to lie in it. Now, let me throw some uh, numbers at you. Because this segment, this segment is about polls. Now, I'm not talking about Pollocks. <laughs> talking about polls. Talking about pundits. Now, in any other walk of life, if you were so wrong one time, and I'm not talking about like, oh man, I. You know, uh, uh, I, I thought I had uh, $10 in my cash register, and I, and I only got 9 Oh, no. If you were so wrong, and not once, not twice, but, I don't know, every day, for 15 or 16 months you would be fired you you, you I mean, fired's not even the word okay fired's not even the word and it wouldn't go on for 14 or 15 or 16 months and imagine if your job or your government or your team had multiple people that were bad, that were wrong, that messed up day after day after day after day, what would happen? What would happen if, if they were not fired immediately? What would happen to the team? Well, I guess you'd be like the Cubs, and it would take 100 years to win a World Series. Or if you were the Buffalo Bills, you would go to four straight Super Bowls and lose every single one of them and then be a horrible team for the next 20 years. I, I, I mean... Only in the political world are you given a pass to be a failure. And not just a small failure, but an epic, epic failure. Now, either... The polls, the pundits, the media are all exactly what we have been saying for many, 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 many months, dating back to the primary. All rigged, all fake, all BS all working for a specific agenda and basically being part of a smoke and mirrors 
campaign in one way or another. Or, or these hundreds and hundreds of people are failures, are incompetent, are beyond the biggest losers, and should be fired, and if not fired, have the dignity and grace to quit. To quit. To be like those Marines in any military movie you see where guys are trying to be part of the SEAL team or some other elite unit and they have to ring a bell they, 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 to quit, to get out because they can't handle it. But for the Jeffrey Tubins, uh, the Brian Seltzers, uh, the Gloria Bashes, Dana Bashes, Gloria Borgers, Amanda Carpenters, the SC Cups, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Nate Silvers, the list goes on and on. For all of them to be so wrong in such a big, big, bigly way. For them to be this wrong. It's not just comical. But how does anybody, how does anybody, when they sit there and go, oh my God, it's President Trump. How, well, as crazy as that is, how about anybody ever listening, ever believing Ever going, oh yeah, Brian Setzer on CNN. Oh, you know what he just, oh, Nate Silver. He, how, how do any of these people have credibility? How? And how are they still around? How are these same people that are now going, well, you know, in a, in a Trump presidency, what you're going to see. No, shut up. You've been wrong. You're a loser. You've been wrong. You've been wrong. The day of the election, every single one of you predicted a Hillary Clinton landslide. Every single one of you predicted a Hillary Clinton landslide of epic proportions. Proportions that would embarrass Donald Trump, Donald Trump supporters, and destroy the Republican Party for the next 200 years. Remember, the Republican Party would become the Whig Party. They would become the Whig Party. They would become obsolete. And the stench of Donald Trump was going to be left on the Republican Party for generations to come. So, 
okay, you messed up in the polls. All right. But how is it that every single person not only messed up in the polls, but the predictions of the Republican Party's demise? I, I, I mean, how? Now, again, was it what I said it was, which being a rigged media, a system, like I said in the beginning of this show, and I've said on this show countless times before, creating this subterfuge, creating this illusion that America is one way. Because if you control the media, you control the message. And that's the only way people get their information. That's the only way the people get pop culture, any of that stuff. And if you put in those people's minds, if you put in front of their eyeballs a certain thing, they then assume because people believe what they see or what they hear. That that's how the world is. That's how the United States is. That's how, you know, their, their city is or their state is. So in turn, this rigged, corrupt system, this, this media, this state-run media, this media, entertainment, pop culture, the internet, Google, Yahoo, Amazon, everything controlled by liberals. Creating this narrative, pumping this narrative that Hillary Clinton's going to win in a landslide. There's not enough uh, white people that will vote for Trump. The only people that vote for Trump are racist Nazis. Every Mexican, every Latino, every Puerto Rican, every Cuban, they're all going to come out in droves and they're going to crush Donald Trump. And every woman is going to come out in droves and they're going to crush Donald Trump because women don't like to hear the word pussy. We were told all of this. And it wasn't a matter of Hillary Clinton winning, but how big? So, either the system is exactly what I've always said, which is basically an arm of the Democratic Party, which in turn makes us, at least it made us, a dictatorship. It made us a communist country. Or, every single one of these people need to be fired. They need to uh, quit. And they need to die. They need to get on the planes. Okay? They need to get on those planes with the Sarah Silvermans and the Miley Cyruses and the Shares and the Madonnas and the George Lopez's. They need to get on those planes and get the F out of our country. 
that's what all of these media types, that's what all of these pundits, that's what all of these pollsters, that's what all of these writers, these journalists, these hacks, I call them the booger eaters and fart sniffers, because that's all they were growing up, losers, who were told, become a journalist, and then you'll become popular. You'll get friends. People want to be nice to you because you could write stories about them. But when every single one of them said, and, and what's it say for people like Jorge Ramos or uh, Maria Cordoba or Anna Navarro, all of these uh, Latin activists who said, I know the Latino community and they're going to come out in droves. I know the Latino community, they're going to come out in droves. They're all going to vote against Donald Trump. They're all going to vote against Donald Trump. They're going to come out and draw. What what happened? 30% of them voted for Donald Trump. I guess you don't know your own people. Donald Trump got more of the Hispanic vote than Mitt Romney did and John McCain did. So tell me, Maria Kumar... The media wants to downplay this. They, 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 Maria Cordoba, Ana Navarro, Jorge Ramos. They want to downplay it. They don't want to answer the question, why did 30% of the Latin community vote for Donald Trump? Why? 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 We were told by experts. Listen, if you go get heart surgery, okay? If you have a sick dog, a sick cat, and you bring them to a vet, and it's it's basic. It's like, oh, my yag, you got you to gotta fix my dog, okay? You got to cut his balls off. He keeps spraying jizz, dog jizz, all over the uh, the house. And the vet kills him. Comes out and goes, oh, sorry, I killed your dog. How? Why? I, I was wrong. I thought, uh, you know, I, I, was, I thought I was cutting the balls, but instead I cut his throat and I killed him. Sorry. You, I, I, you, A, you'd be pissed. B, you would probably report the doctor. C, you would tell everybody never to go to that doctor again. D, people wouldn't go to him again. And if the doctor kept doing it day after day, month after month, they would lose their license, they would be sued, they would probably end up in jail. So if all of these so-called experts were so wrong, what does that say again about the system or about them? Either the system is fake And now I hate to sound like a whole New World Order, Illuminati, Freemason. But if you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, pundits, writers, newspapers, uh, just every 
aspect of the media being wrong. And not just, I think the New England Patriots are going to lose. They won? No. We're talking about 15 months. 15 months. Every day for 15 months. The Latino uh, community is going to vote in droves against Trump. Didn't happen. Women are going to come out and vote in droves against Trump. Didn't happen. Blacks are going to come out in droves and vote against Trump. He got 8% of the black vote. You want to know what Mitt Romney got? Zero. Zero. So this wasn't just, I think uh, Trump is going to lose. He won? Oh, wow. This was month after month, day after day. So, I go back to my first statement. Either the system is this new world order, dictatorship, Illuminati, Freemason thing, or every single one of these people were so unbelievably incompetent, they all should be fired and or resign. Because they're useless. They are absolutely useless. After this inauguration, and it's funny, Trump is going to be inaugurated right around the time that my child is going to be born. My child is going to have a President Trump. His baby book. We got one of them baby books where you highlight... Where you write down, you know, oh, who is the, you know, who is the top pop culture figure? And in one of the pages, it says, who is the president? And last night, Catherine wrote, <laughs> President Trump. So my child, Major Dominic Allen Zakari, will know as he gets older. That Donald J. Trump was the president. So, somebody needs to get fired. When he gets inaugurated, the first of the year, all these people need to be fired. I mean, how does uh, CNN lost all credibility when their people are giving Hillary Clinton answers to questions and debates and debates uh, questions. And you have other employees, Gloria Borger, emailing John Podesta, calling him a, a TV star. And Andrea Mitchell being fed questions to ask Hillary Clinton. All of these people have already blown their credibility. These networks have already blown their credibility. But they really need to drain the swamp after the first of the year because these people really, really have absolutely no legs to stand on when they go... Here's my opinion. F F your opinion. You suck. I got a friend who's got an autistic kid 
and another uh, kid who wears the hockey helmet because he bangs his head against the wall. Those two are more reliable than the pundits in the last 15 months. I, I could have just put a piece of paper in front of the kid and said, listen, uh, who's going to win, uh, Trump or Hillary? Bang your head against uh, whatever piece of paper is. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Okay, well, you, you got Trump. Okay. And then uh, and today I could have called my friend up and said, holy crap. Your oldest son, he's amazing. He picked the correct he he banged his head against the that's that's what could have been done that's what could have been done and here's the irony i mean there's a lot of ironic things but here's the irony the democrats whole strategy was donald trump is disgusting Donald Trump is a sexual predator. I mean, that's all Anderson Cooper kept calling Trump a sexual predator. That's all Don Lemon. When when you tried to defend what Trump said, they would go, do you understand you're defending Donald Trump being a sexual predator? Being somebody that sexually assaulted women? And if you went, well, wait a minute. He was just talking is that really what he was saying was that of sexual assault? No. What he was saying was when you're famous and you're rich, women will let you do anything. And part of anything is grabbing them by the pussy. That's what he said. And then, of course, what was orchestrated? 75-year-old women saying Donald Trump groped them. Porn stars saying Donald Trump offered them sack, uh, money for sack. So, the strategy was Donald Trump is a sexual predator. Donald Trump makes fun of cripples. Uh, Donald Trump is temperamentally unfit to be president. That's all the Democrats ran on. That's all they ran on. That's all Hillary Clinton and the DNC ran on. So whenever somebody said, hey man, I just got my Obamacare premium... It went from 300 to 600. Are you going to do anything about that? Well, you know what? I'm not to make sure that when you put your child to bed tonight, I'm going to make sure that you don't have to explain to them why the President of the United States likes to grab pussy. Well, okay. Well, my kid's four. doesn't really matter right now. What matters is if my kid gets sick and if I'm covered... Or if I can afford health insurance for if my kid gets sick, they don't die upstairs. Because I can explain to them about my president liking pussy because I did that, at least with uh, my other kids, uh, when Bill Clinton was on the stage. 
So, so I, rec- I rec- reconciled that in my head. But what I can't reconcile is my premium is 300 a month and now it's 600 a month. I can't afford that. Yes, I understand. But do you understand that Donald Trump is a sexual predator? Okay, I'm with you, but he's saying he's going to repeal the very thing that's making my premium go from three to six hundred. So I get the pussy grabbing. I understand that, Democrats. But can you tell me about this premium? What I can tell you about is the illegals that are going to be deported and the families are going to be torn apart. Okay, I all right, I get it. I get it there uh I get it there uh, DNC. I get it there uh Hillary, but um my family is going to be torn apart if I can't afford this premium and my child dies because my child's sick. So, the illegal family that is being torn apart doesn't affect me. Uh, pussy grabbing doesn't affect me. It's the $300 extra in the premium that I got to come up with that I don't have. That affects me. Okay, well, guess what? Uh, Donald Trump makes fun of cripples. Oh, Jesus Christ. I make fun of cripples, okay? I, I, when, I'm in, when I'm at the line and there's a cripple in front of me and, and they're trying to reach for the, the money to pay the bill and they can't because their little cripple hands are having trouble. I give a kick in the ass. I don't care about cripples. All I care about is the extra $300 that I don't have that I got to pay. So my kids got, they didn't want to address that. All they wanted to address was Trump is a scumbag. He's a racist. He's a xenophobe. He's a homophobe. He hates Muslims. He hates cripples. He hates fat people. He hates uh, retarded people. He hates everybody. He grabs pussy. He grabs titties. And here's the ironic thing. You ready? Liberals have worked their asses off to transform America by way of Los Angeles, California, i.e. Hollywood, and New York City. And what I mean by that is they've done everything in their power to make pole dancing not a strip club thing or something that shouldn't really be promoted to children. If anything, it's kind of like that last resort in someone's life. You know, it's like I got to go and be a stripper. I got to work the pole so I could, you know, pay my way through college so I don't have to do that. They they transformed that, okay? They transformed that into being something 
that little girls can do for exercise. Exercise. And that's just one example. But when you talk about Bill Clinton and what he did in the White House, liberals, the media, they say it's just a blowjob. Get over it. It was just a blowjob. You're making a big deal out of a blowjob? It's just a blowjob. What's wrong with you, America? What's wrong with you? Over and over and over. We were told if anybody said, hey, that's a little edgy for TV. Get over it. America's changing. Stop being some Christian wacko. Stop being some fuddy-duddy. Don't you understand? Life isn't what it is in Mississippi. You, you, you corn husker. What's wrong with you? As the Kardashian family was plastered all over supermarket magazines and the caption... The first family. And little kids went, Kim, I want to be just like Kim Kardashian. I want to be rich and I want to be famous. And somebody goes, you know how she became rich and famous? Well, what? Take a look. Oh, my God. What's going on? She's having sex on... What's... That's how you become rich and famous. That's how you become revered in the pop culture world, in the media. Oh. Now, you need to get in shape. Now, get on that pole. Start dancing. It's good exercise. So, year after year... The country was told to stop being prudes. Stop being so lame. This is real America. And we've talked about this before. When people go, Oh, Donald Trump. Well, could you ever imagine that a presidential debate 
would be conducted by a guy who's doing the ball drop on New Year's Eve playing, you know, uh, grab ass with Kathy Griffin? I mean, seriously. The guy that's doing a presidential debate is doing Dateline NBC. Hi, I'm Lester Holt. And in tonight's episode of Cold Kill, Hermanfordite Love Triangle. On an e- I mean, seriously, Lester Holt does these Dateline NBCs where it's these murder love triangle investigations that involve uh, trannies and and uh, pedophilia and uh, hermaphrodite. I mean, the weirdest, most bizarre stuff. And then he's doing a presidential debate. It's the same thing. the same thing our politics and the whole process used to be uh, placed on this this pedestal of um like just you know rather it was the media not not mixing opinions you know the days of Walter Cronkite Edward R. Morrow. You know, you, it was... Bern, I'm Bernard Shaw. The president has just been shot. You know, I mean, it was, it was straight news. The debates. Where it was like, this is a presidential debate. We don't need... We don't need a guy who's doing the New Year's Eve ball drop with Kathy Gray. I mean, it, it was a total separation... Liberal So when Donald Trump comes along And there's tape of him talking about grabbing pussy And there's tape of him on the Howard Stern show Where he's talking about pussy And there's all this stuff that the liberals then go, oh my God, can you believe this? Oh my God, oh my God. And the American people go, okay, and what's your point? Well, this is, you, this is horror. Wait, whoa, time out. Whoa, haven't you guys just been defending an individual who took a cigar and inserted it? Into a woman's vagina while he was on the phone making deals with foreign leaders or or people in Congress. Didn't you guys defend that individual? Haven't you guys been telling us, us Republicans, us conservatives to stop being so tight-assed? Then what are you... Bitching about 
How do I tell my daughter? What do you, what, how do you, how do you, how do you tell your daughter that the guy on stage with Hillary Clinton was sticking cigars in interns' vaginas? You stupid mother effer. You're wor- you're, now you're worried about Van Jones is so, is so worried. How do I, how do I? Put my child down. It's when my friends, when my friends call me and they say, "How do I explain to my daughter, Donald Trump?" Well, how do you explain to your daughter, Bill Clinton? How did you explain to your daughter the guy that's going to be the first man? ejaculated all over a girl's face that wasn't the woman he was on stage with. How do you explain to your daughter that the man on stage took a cigar and inserted it in an intern's vagina? How do you explain that? How do you explain him Taking his penis out and saying to Paula Jones, kiss it a little baby. How do you explain that, you hypocrite, you scumbag? How do you explain that? How do I explain my daughter? Guess what, stupid? You should have been worried about that. You should have been worried about that. When Janet Jackson showed her tit during the halftime at the Super Bowl, and people were outraged, and liberals went, please, it's just a tit. And people went, yeah, but come on, man, it's the Super, it's it's just, there's a time and a place for tit. Huh, this is a changing America. And if you lame-ass Republicans can't deal with a quick flash of a tit, maybe you need to go back to your trailers. Oh, okay. How quick everything turns on those same tolerant, freewheeling liberals. Huh. Huh. Look how quick. Look how quick liberals are just outraged by Donald Trump. You got Roman Polanski. Okay, Roman Polanski, the darling of Hollywood. There's not one actor, and you could put Alec Baldwin. At the top of that list that will not act in a Roman Polanski film. And here's a guy who's having sex with a 13-year-old girl, sticking it in her pooper, fleeing the country. He's a rapist. He's a pedophile. And Hollywood gives him a pass. 
And if you bring it up, they look at you like, oh, please. The 70s were just so much different than where we are today. Please. Oh, okay. I mean, I've never heard so many people act as if they are the ones who are holding their Bible next to their heart in one hand, the rosary in the other, and they're living this pure, godly life. To watch Bill Maher look at the camera and go, Donald Trump, Mr. Pussy. I, guess. I mean, Seth Meyers. I, I watched Seth Meyers last night go, so I guess America's not, the electorate's not bothered with grabbing pussy. Well, uh, Seth, hey, jerk off. You got your start on Saturday Night Live. Have you ever seen... What's on Saturday? Have you ever seen what's what's on network TV? Network TV shows simulated sex now. There's a show on Fox called Lucifer. I, I was speechless in season one where it shows a girl going down on another girl. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be like... A, a, an effing genius to go, wow, that girl's munching on her box. And you're like, what time is it? What channel is this? This is, this is prime time. What, what am I, what is, that's where we are. And all of these people that create that programming are talking about how do they explain to their daughter Donald Trump? It's like the two things, the two things that that like they're beside themselves are are grabbing pussy, which they have created an environment that has stripped. Any, just for forget. Listen, I'm not. I I come. Listen, my my past business, my past life. I, I'm I'm not a holier than thou person. I'm the dirtiest, filthiest mother effer you could possibly imagine. But I've always been about a time and a place. I've always always been about. Well, uh, there should be. Uh, Businesses for adults. There should be television channels for adults. There should be things that are only accessible by adults. And if you, as an adult, want to go to this place or watch this movie and it's just the most vile, disgusting, whatever, then hey, that's your right as an adult in a free society. But blurring this line, which is exactly what liberals have done. And they do it because they know that it taps into a market that makes them money. Why does music 
sexualize everything. I mean, why does Miley Ray Cyrus do an award show with a big, giant, inflatable dildo on stage? You know, why, why, why is, why? What, what's the old adjective? Sex sells. But the difference is selling sex to children or selling sex to adults in a specific marketplace, meaning to go and buy a pornographic film or uh, listen to a, 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 an adult comedy. You have to go to an adult video store or you have to go to a pay channel that uh, you could put a parental lock on. But it's just not accessible to a child who would stumble upon something. Liberals created this environment. They created this. What the hell is that saying? The 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 roosters come home to the to roost or the hen. <laughs> I feel like George Bush, where you know he just mumbled the, the, the just messed up the sayings. But it's very similar. They they got burned on their racial politics. So it was all about race, 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 race. Vote race, vote race, vote race. And when they didn't give those voters a racial candidate, people stayed home. They went, well, we have no reason to vote for that person because they don't look like us. They're not black. They're not Latino. They're not Asian. They're not whatever. And then the whole temperament and character backfired on them because they created an environment where the American people don't give a crap about temperament or character. Because they're used to seeing a president doing slow jams on Jimmy Fallon or between two ferns. Or seeing Janet Jackson's tit during a Super Bowl halftime show. Or seeing girl-on-girl action on primetime network TV. So all of those things were smashed. So when someone comes along that is exactly what the American people see every day, they're not jaded when someone goes, oh, you can't vote for him. What are you going to tell your child? What do you mean what am I going to tell my child? My child lives in this country that you created, you liberal idiot. My child lives in this country where he's watching the Super Bowl And he sees Janet Jackson's tit. And when I complain, I'm told to shut up. I live in a country where my daughter comes home and goes, Hey, Dad, I want to pole dance. And I go, What? Yeah, some of the kids at school were saying it's good exercise. uh, What? Yeah, pole dance. 
So liberals created race politics. And liberals created an environment where the race politics only worked if there was a candidate of color. And when it wasn't a candidate of color, and they said, well, we don't need them. We're just going to go after this candidate's character. The character of that candidate is the character that the liberals created. And I always bring them up, but Bill Maher was the champion. Was the champion of telling the American people Bill Clinton just got a blowjob. Get over it. And I will I will beat on that horse until it's dead and buried. But we were told to get over it. Anytime anybody would bring up what happened on Saturday Night Live or happened on a TV show or happened in the MTV Music Awards or what happened on the BET Awards. Anytime anybody questioned anything that happened in any of those aspects, liberals were like, ugh, these these lame-ass Republicans, this lame-ass... Republicans were were, were were bullied to use the favorite word by the liberals bullied so if a liberal said hey man uh, I was sitting there watching TV with my kid and we happened to tune into a show called uh, Lucifer and a girl uh, performed oral sex on another girl the Daily Beast would come out and go what a loser What a lame ass. What a loser. And then that would be an avalanche from the Huffington Post to BuzzFeed, Politico. There there would be an avalanche of demonizing that person who brought up simulated sex on television. You know, everybody was making a big deal that Bill Maher, the night before the election, did a whole little spiel where he apologized to Republicans for all the times that liberals cried wolf and said, oh my God, John McCain is going to be the worst president ever. We can't vote for a guy. And Mitt Romney, the worst right. And everybody made a big deal that Mar came out and said, hey, I want to apologize because when you cry wolf too much, the day a real wolf comes, nobody listens. And today is that day. Donald Trump is a real wolf. And everybody was like, oh, my God, Bill Maher, he's so right. Oh, my God, what a great, oh, my God. But I'm sorry, liberals, because you've really got to incumbent it 
even more than that. Because you guys cried that the right were a bunch of lame-ass, Bible-thumping, backwoods, uh, anti-gay, anti-whatever, year after year after year after year. Every joke was made about anybody that said, oh, wow, you shouldn't have a tit at halftime. I mean, every joke was made. So, sorry, Libs. Sorry, Bill. But the other thing you need to own is desensitizing America and blurring these lines of Miley Ray Cyrus and MTV and big inflatable dildos. And if somebody says something, you, you call them out. You embarrass them. You, you call them lame. You call them out of touch. Well, guess what? That is just like crying wolf. Because what happened was, somebody came along and said, you tell those people to go F themselves. Somebody comes along who breaks every rule, grabbing pussies, doing it all. And then you say, we can't have somebody like this in the country. I mean, just think about this. The night before the election, Jay-Z and Beyonce are performing for and with Hillary Clinton. And you can't get more of a sketchy past than Jay-Z. Rather, him uh, writing letters to judges to get convicted drug lords out of prison to work for him, to stabbing people, to using just over-the-top sexist language. And yet, you're supposed to be shocked and appalled by Donald Trump. You're supposed to listen to Donald Trump and go, oh my God, my virgin ears. What are you talking about? What virgin ears? Oh my God, Janet Jackson's tit, Super Bowl. Ah, what's wrong with you? Have you never seen a tit before? You lame ass Republican. Oh, gee, okay, sorry. I mean, all of these things. What the liberals created as far as pop culture and the media has come back to bite them in the ass. Because the country has been desensitized 
So when Seth Meyers goes, I guess the electric's fine with grabbing pussy. Yeah. Yeah. They're just as fine with grabbing pussy as taking cigars and sticking them in girls' vaginas. Yep, you're right, buddy. Yep. Ejaculating in chicks' faces in the Oval Office? Yep. Yeah. Because remember, we were all outraged by that, and we were called names. Yep. Yeah. And that's the ironic thing. It's the ironic thing. I mean, I know we started this segment with the media and all the pundits, whether it's the Sally Cohens, the S.E. Cups, the Charles Blows, and the fact that they... Because here's, here's the thing. I don't think. Matter of fact, I know they're not all dumb. This has been what the media, what the liberals have done for the last 20, 25 years. When you want to talk about a con job, The pundits, they all have been pulling the greatest con job in the history of this country. Because a very small group, very powerful group, but a very small group of individuals from Los Angeles to Washington to New York created this illusion That the country was a certain way. And they almost got away with it. They almost got away with it. They almost got away with it. So I don't think... The Charles Blows and the Sally Cohens and the Rachel Maddows... All of these people that have master's degrees from Harvard and Oxford, I don't think they're stupid. This is all done purposely. It was all done purposely. They've been perpetrating a con job. That's why you never, ever hear... How much, how much of not just the federal government, but local government is controlled by Republicans? You don't hear that. Every once in a while, someone will, will, will kind of say something and then it gets, you know, somebody pipes down through the, <laughs> through the, the, the the listening chain to shut it down. But Republicans, and I said this in the first segment, c- control the majority 
of state, local, and federal as it pertains to how this country runs. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. And that's always been that that one piece of the puzzle or that one subterfuge that's always kind of been there that liberals always knew was that weak link. They all because they they've known that they've been perpetrating this great con, this great lie. They've known it. They've known how soft the uh, the electorate is for them. They know that if it wasn't for California, they would have never won the White House uh, in 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 two. Thousand and and or in oh eight, they they just they know. They know if it wasn't for California, if it wasn't for their open border style policy, they know if it wasn't for uh, the fact that they control the media, they control the narrative, they control what you see, they control. The perception. Oh, this must be the way it is. They know that. Because when you get into the weeds and you look at those numbers and you go, well, man, if the country is this bastion of Janet Jackson, here's my tit, here's my 12-year-old daughter pole dancing, Here's my girl-on-girl action on ABC at prime time. If, if the entire country's like that, why the hell do Republicans control the majority of governorships? Why do Republicans control the majority of the Senate seats? Why do Republicans control the majority of House seats? Why do the Republicans control the majority of... Uh, state legislate. Why do Republicans control all of these aspects of our government? Like I said, local, state, fed. Well, the average person, if there was no liberal media, there was no media from Seth Myers to Amazon to... The Daily Beast, the Huffington Post. If there was none of that. If there was no pundits. Imagine what the imagine how this election would have been if you didn't have the media. The hundreds of pundits saying, this is what's going to happen. The Latino vote is going to come out and crush Donald Trump. The black vote is going to come out and crush Donald Trump. The woman vote is going to crush Donald Trump. Imagine if nobody heard this. Imagine if it was old school straight news. 
I mean, imagine that. But this was the media's, like, they were, this was it. This, they, this is it. It was Oz. It was the great and all-powerful Oz. It was that curtain. The curtain kept being lifted and lifted. And it was like, ah, they're going to find out. And that's what happened. Because let me break my liberal friend's hearts even more. You realize that this election cycle was your shot at control of the Senate because in two years, a majority of Democrats are going to have seats up in the Senate. This time around, it was Republicans. This time around, it was, I don't know, 20 Republicans that were defending their uh, Senate seats. Well, in two years, it's reversed. The majority of the Senate seats that are up are Democrats. Now imagine, imagine, just real quick, just imagine this. In the first hundred days, Trump goes, okay, here's what we're going to do, real simple. And sticks it up people like Lawrence O'Donnell's keister on MSNBC. What if Trump goes like this? Okay, what we're going to do for all of you corporations... And I know a lot of you, you Cuban, you little prick. For one time, one week, however long, I'm going to lower the tax rate to 5%. All you companies that have billions, and I mean billions, of dollars offshore. You got this one time to bring this money back in. Instead of being taxed 30%, instead of being taxed 35%, you're going to get taxed 5%. Then, my estimate is XYZ is going to come in. We are then going to take a portion of that and we are going to partner up with XYZ and start rebuilding this airport and this uh, train uh, station. And a matter of fact, we're going to do what uh, Congress has been lackadaisical on, which is every single one of the trains and the train tracks and the companies, you're going to have to finally, and not 10 years from now, not five years from now, but like in a week, putting the brake system on every single train that goes in and out of our great country state to state uh, 
that if a driver, whatever the hell you call them, locomotive guy, loses consciousness and the train um, needs to stop, it will stop. The special brake that automatically kicks on if the train is going too fast in a certain area. Now imagine, in the first hundred days, if you start seeing signs that say this project is part of refurbish, uh, make America great again, blah. And you have, I don't know, maybe a million people working their asses off, building airports, roads, things of that nature. And you have billions of dollars that have just come back into this country because Trump said, all right, it's going to be 5%. Let's go, guys. Bring it back. What do you think is going to happen when those seats are up in those uh, districts? What do you think is going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Democrats are going to lose. They're going to lose bigly. And I don't want to get off on another segment because we were talking about the pundits and the polls. But everybody needs to kind of step back and realize Trump is not a Republican. You understand? He was an independent that ran as a Republican. Remember during the Republican primaries and all the Republicans kept saying Donald Trump was a New York liberal, a New York liberal, a New York liberal? He's not a real conservative. Well, guess what? He's not going to govern like a right-wing Bible-thumping conservative. He didn't get into the White House with a Bible-thumping coalition. He got into the White House With millions of Democrats who, instead of voting for Obama, which in turn votes for Hillary, voted for Trump. Trump brought in not one, not two, but four Senate seats. Remember, the Republican Party was supposed to be no more. We were supposed to be talking about the Republican Party as the Whig Party. Well, guess what? There's Republicans that won because of Trump. You're going to have Republicans. I don't care what Mitch McConnell said today. You're going to have Republicans. They're going to get in line 
because they know what gave him the White House wasn't the establishment. It was people that the Republican Party has always said that they needed, but they never had the vessel to steer them. And now they got it. And Trump knows that. And when people say, oh, is Trump going to change? He's got to change. I think he's going to change. But I also, I also think he will keep that mentality of if a member of his party is giving him pushback. He will go to the press and he will gin up support for what he's trying to do and push back on who is preventing it from happening. So the days of a Ted Cruz doing a 24-hour filibuster, I think will be over. I think Republicans are going to get in line very similar to the way Democrats would get in line. And what I mean by Democrats, meaning you very rarely had Democrats fall out of line with Obama. Republicans stayed in line. Or they will stay in line. So, there you go.